Just a quick show note, any similarity to accents real or fictional is purely coincidental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. That's good. That's a good that's a good little thing. We should have had that in from episode one. <laughs> Gather round. Gather round, children. Tenbrin had been in the grip of the jackals for a week before our story began. It was a terrifying time, as if you were ever alone, your chances of survival dropped to a flip of a gem. You see, there were many jackals, the large ones we met last time we sat together, but also smaller ones. If you ever found yourself isolated, they would swarm. The jackals were invisible to most until they attacked, but not to magic users like the trio I told you about last time, Agnes Macard, the doctor who cut off my arm to save my life, Iago Montana, who saved me and my sister from a jackal, and ground swelly unbidden, who saved the injured in the medical post. These saviours might inspire now, but there was also something dark in each of them. I'm getting ahead of myself. They just found the body of a jackal, which had bites taken out of it. three of you are standing on a deserted intersection in Tembrin. The heat of the day, combined with occasional gusts of wind throwing sand into your eyes, clothes and bandages, provides a degree of discomfort, but nothing compares to the unease of seeing a chewed, semi-ethereal jackal. What do you do? I'm going to gesture to the jackal and say, I wonder what was eating that. Get it? Like, what's, what's eating you? I wonder what was eating... What was eating him? I don't get it. Something rather large uh, that we should probably keep an eye out for by by the looks of things. A bit of tumbleweed goes across in the background. That's unusual, that, because you don't normally get that round here. No. That's quite a skill. Well done, Yago. Well, this one's been taken care of, so there's that. You know, looking on the bright side. Well, I'm going to slowly approach it, sort out, and I want to get close to a bite mark, and I'm looking for the pattern of the teeth. And what I'm looking for specifically with the pattern of the teeth is how big it looks like the jaw is. Is this one big bite or is this actually like lots of little bites all in the same area? Are we talking a big creature taking a chomp or like hundreds of leeches in one area type bites? Interesting. Oh God. I would like you to roll me a die. I will say for flavor sense, Dr. Macabre is probably helping you out with this in fact all three of you are probably i'm not helping okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. i'm just standing just there that tracks. Yeah. That tracks. Okay. yeah. Uh, that's it <laughs> the two of you are looking at this together yeah trying to piece together things cool cool i rolled a 16 now as part of this i am going to take pity on you for from last week because i did feel a bit mean afterwards you can tell that some kind of blade was used to rip open the jackal's chitin oh and that some organ was removed by the bite and it was one big bite one big bite okay there's another thing that i would then be looking for for the pattern of the teeth do i see so teeth come in three types mainly you've got your like flat molar you've got your canines uh, and your incisors and then you have like any kind of like tusks or front teeth or kind of your your scooping teeth uh-huh. so i'm looking for like is this a thing with lots of like canines and incisors like lots of sharp meat rip teeth like a predator or is it much more like 
something with flatter teeth that's maybe taken a bite out of preservation rather than an actual like hunting thing more on the flatter side of things more on the flatter side okay so not necessarily like there's a natural jackal predator yeah okay might have been self-defense exactly more self-defense than or less bred to attack another clue there it's maybe not a natural predator is the fact that some kind of blade was used yeah a blade and a bite Mm. Hmm. macabre do you think Whatever organ was taken here was taken before or after it died. I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm not really a specialist in the anatomy of jackals, but I'll have a look and see what I can see what I can find out. Can I roll for that? Sure. Seems like a reasonable thing for me to roll for. Do you roll in this game or do you just do it? No, I think there's a chance you can't figure it out. Yeah, I was going to say, and I did roll an eight, so not a good sign there. Either you have to like climb on top of it mm-hmm. to get a closer look which might put you in danger. Mm-hmm. Or you've only really got a guess if you stay where you are, which may or may not be correct. I will climb up. Okay. As you climb, yeah. first you're a bit nervous, yeah. and then you kind of, you're on the, the chitin and moving around, and it seems fairly stable. You can tell from your significant medical training, the organs were removed post-mortem, or maybe as a killing blow. Hmm. But as you're looking at this, the jackal slowly becomes more and more ethereal. And as you try to crumble up now, you actually fall back down and you're going to take one point of damage. Oh, shit. Okie doke. Sugar. So it vanishes. It literally just dissolves and is gone. It becomes more and more transparent Ah. and doesn't seem to hold physical form as much. I rush forward as Agnes falls and I don't catch her in time, but I will kind of immediately skid to my knees beside her and go, are you hurt? What happened? Uh, they're peculiar beasties, these. Uh, no, I'll be fine. I'm fine. Thank you. And I get up and sort of dust myself off and say, it would appear to me, uncouth the whatever. <laughs> no, groundswell, the groundswell. Groundswell, the unbidden. That the organs were removed either as part of a killing blow or a post-mortem, which would suggest to me that they were being harvested. Hmm. Well, if they are of interest, perhaps I can retrieve them. What? Is that so? Retrieve them from, from where? Well, I am not sure. Wherever they've been taken, I can merely undo the damage. <laughs> but that would surely not just bring it back to life. And I don't think we necessarily want that, do we? No, no, it's quite dead, trust me. You can put the bits back in, but you can't, you know, it won't wake up again. Yeah. Are you entirely certain of that? Yeah, I'm going to use undo, which doesn't work on living creatures, so it can't <laughs> bring something back to this <laughs> does not work on living creatures. Nice. The spell cannot be used to affect living things. Yeah. This thing is yeah. dead. So You have said that very many times now, Gary, to be honest, to be fair. <laughs> uh, it still doesn't work. I'll let you try and figure out why. Ooh. Huh. Do I have to spend my mana points doing it? No. No, that's all right. Okay, cool. I guess I say revert and then nothing happens. Nice thinking though. Nice try. In fact, I'll, I'll give you an action point because oh, cool. <laughs> it's a good idea. I, I really like that. Well, that is odd. Oh, oh well. Wait, what? what? Never mind. I should probably be getting back to surgery at this point. Mm, perhaps you should. You can't just leave now. We have this entire thing here. We absolutely need to find out what killed it. Um... To be honest, I'm working with a lot of people who um, 
are, are going to be predominantly glad that it's dead. And, um, you know, the enemy of mine enemy is, is sort of my friend at this point. Well, that is until the enemy of your enemy has destroyed all of its enemies and decides it needs new ones. I think I, I lean down from my great height and, and kind of <laughs> get up quite nearby uh, with my sort of scary green eyes and massive grin. Do you get, like, right up in my grill? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And say, well, Iago... Sometimes it is perhaps best to not look a gift horse in the mouth, as I have heard people say. I cannot stop looking at Groundswell's mouth as Groundswell says that, but <laughs> mainly out of like terror than anything else. I'm going to... Oh gosh. Sorry, Groundswell. I'm going to use Compel Truth on Groundswell. Oh, okay. So as Groundswell gets like real up, real real up close as they're like saying this and, and looking to me my eyes kind of like seem to ignite with with blue and i like to think that this blue flame goes like around the edges of the iris and then like swoops in to like take over the pupils and i'm gonna roll my die Ooh. i rolled an 18 nice so you are compelled to answer three questions truthfully Grandswell. ed's mind's getting probed across two different shows now i know people just love to fuck with me i guess i know i'm sorry <laughs> all right answer questions you're not scared of this thing are you Groundswell? no i've seen a lot of things in my time and you have no idea what it might be do you hmm. what do you reckon gary do you reckon i mean i mean i've probably seen things that eat other things before right yes <laughs> I mean, I don't think I know what a jackal is, really. I've seen things with my eyes. See, there's not super much you've given me in your backstory, long as it, in fact, may be, <laughs> <laughs> to go off uh, as to whether you'd know this. I mean, this is probably, like, so weird. Like, I've probably seen various things that, like, resemble this in some fashion, of, like, things that can eat things that are in some way ethereal. Yes. But, like, probably not in any relevant way, because it's probably so long ago that, like, uh, maybe. So your rudimentary knowledge of such magical ethereal things would suggest that the thing taking the bite must have been at least semi-ethereal itself in nature. Well, I wouldn't say no idea. In my experience, anything that's capable of taking sustenance from another ethereal being generally has some amount of ethereality to it. And would you know where to find something like this? Not anymore. Huh. Or perhaps just not yet. But we can't just leave it if this thing is going to go around and keep eating jackals. Eating jackals? I should say that's perfectly fine with me. But we should at least know what it is. If it turns dangerous at some point in the future, or if it is not only eating jackals, and Groundswell's just said here it is an ethereal type being. If it is one that can eat things not quite of this world, who is to say it can't eat things like souls? Well, you concern yourself with the souls, and I'll get back to surgery and, and keep concerning myself with the bodies. Okay. Iago, there are countless beings on the edges of your perception. I don't doubt that, but what I am saying <laughs> is that there is one in my city which has just eaten the worst thing apart from the queen that I've ever known. 
and I would quite like to know what it was and how it did it and whether or not that's going to be worry number three of this year, which has already had a fair amount of big terrible things happen quite soon to the beginning of it. My god, it's been a hell of a year, <laughs> hasn't it? I would like to know what this thing is as well, you know? I'm already headed back towards surgery. I'm bustling off. I hope I don't come across anything on the way. Well, if this phenomenon is of particular interest to you, then I suggest you investigate it for your own curiosity if nothing else. But I will be following Macabre. Quick question, Macabre or Macabre? Oh, either's fine. Macabre, really, but Macabre is fine too. Uh, Groundswell can't pronounce that. That's totally fine. <laughs> That's my retcon. I mean, kind of same. <laughs> the fact they got the voice, the person. Yeah, that's fine. Like, she's going she's to answer to it either way. I mean, you know, I think if you're a doctor, you probably get quite used to people pronouncing your name all kinds of different ways. All the teeth get in the way. Oh, God. Yago waves his hand like, ah, oh, fuck the both of you. And I'm going to start looking for tracks of what this other thing might have been. Ah, so you're on your own. I'm on my own. Roll me a die. Oh, no. Yay! Are we out of sight yet? Are we nearby or in reach? I think we should change the name. And instead of rolling a die, you should roll a live. <laughs> Okay. Well, I rolled a six, so... Uh-oh. Okay, you're not gonna remember whatever happened to you. Oh no, deeply ominous, Gary. A little while later, you you wake up uh-huh. with... It looks like some, like, nibble marks and bite marks over your arms. Oh my god. And you've lost three HP. Oh god. And as you wake up, you're being stretched in to the medical post. <laughs> this is my canon jackal way of keeping you all the fuck together i love it Gary. <laughs> nice. I'm going to, like, it's great <laughs> love it i'm going to like look at my nibble marks and then put my head back against the stretcher and go by the cloud um do i see uh yago being brought in yes you do i turn i i strip off my gloves throw them at the nearest orderly and go right you take this one <laughs> And uh, run straight across to where Iago is. Okay, what the fuck? What, oh, what happened here? I thought you were doing the other thing. You were telling yeah. the orderly, you take this one. Yeah, that's no, what I no, thought. No, the one that I'm working on. No, no, no. I'm running over to Iago. Wow. And saying, Iago, what have you been doing? What's happened here? Let me have a look at you. You have lost all memory. I guess whatever was eating that jackal has also been eating me, both physically and... For pity's sake. Okay. Keep still, keep still. And I put my hand on you and I will use mend. Uh, You recover five hit points and all minor wounds like cuts and bruises are removed. Fuck yeah. As you are mending, you're looking at the the bites and the teeth marks and these are marks you see all the time. They're the same marks that happen to anybody who wanders off alone and they are not anywhere near the size and scale of the thing that took a bite out of that three-elephant jackal. Yeah. Are they, however, of a similar arrangement? Like it mm. might be a smaller one? No. Or do they look like jackal bites? Oh, yes. The ones on Iago's arms look like small jackal bites. Mm. Definitely. 100%. Oh, right. So he's been got by a small jackal. Yeah. Or maybe 20 of the tiny ones. Right. Or swarmed. Well, will you pay a bit more attention next time? You know, it's very hard actually to fight something that half the time you can't fucking see. <sighs> you shouldn't be going out alone, dearie. I tried not to. In fact, I remember explicitly offering two invitations to two other people who are very strong and good at healing. And they were rebuked, rebuffed, turned down. <laughs> yeah, I guess been shopping in the uh, thesaurus section. <laughs> 
Oh, well... I'm not saying it's anybody's fault but the jackals who bit me. I'm saying this could have been avoided had we had a sense of camaraderie. As you are talking and discussing this a bit more, you hear a commotion from the entrance. Oh, it's a commotion. <laughs> oh no, not a commotion. Those are scary. Come on, come on. How many on, HP does a commotion a have? Commotion with me. <laughs> <laughs> you hear voice. What voice am I going to use for this particular character? Ooh. Oh. Oh. If you can pinpoint some kind of wobbly Celtic, that seems to be <laughs> That seems to be our standard one, yeah. <laughs> Wobbly Celtic. <laughs> There's like, if you draw like a circle around where we live, you can just go like, oh, it's bigger than 100 miles away, but it's smaller than 300 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I want all your Canipta root and anything else you've got for like healing supplies. Yeah, I need it now. Now. Up you get, Yago. We're going to go and investigate. I spring to my feet. I'm glad to be fighting again. I draw my sword. Hooray! As you move, I'm assuming all three of you. Yeah. Groundswell! Groundswell! Come on! As you come into the uh, the atrium of this makeshift clinic, you see the nice, friendly half-elf, who's always been very kind to all of you, and is kind of a, a bit of an administrator for this place. She kind of She's not particularly good medically. She helps out where she can, but she more just kind of keeps it all running. In front of her is a gnome, maybe two and a half foot. And this gnome, she is brandishing a silvery short sword and is flanked by two six foot tabaxi. Hmm. Oh boy. And it's from this gnome that the threats and the demands are coming. What seems to be the trouble here? This is a shakedown. You got it? I want your medical supplies. I need them. I need them now. Well, that's unfortunate, dear, because we need them too. Nah, I don't think you understand. I need them more. I'm going to declare. I'm going to use my once per session declare. Scene, but go on. Once per scene declare. And I'm going to step forward with grace and agility. And I'm going to very firmly plant myself between uh, the nice... Do I know her name? The nice half-elf? Yes, she. She is called... Murta. Love it. Murta. Just like my tablets. <laughs> Excellent. I look forward to making this a talent from later. Uh, Very good. Uh, I will stand between Murta and the the uh, gnome and the two tabaxi, and I will very firmly put myself between this scene, and I will smile, and I will say to the gnome and the two tabaxis, I'll say, I don't think this is the time or the place that you would be uh, looking to make this kind of scene in, friends. Why don't you step back and take a deep breath and maybe leave and wait your turn until we have what is rightfully yours and no more. So what are you doing with your declare there? So out of my three results, I'm convincing the commoners to leave. And the thing that I believe in, so because like the ideal it's based on again is like my compassion, which is you can't have more medical supplies than you are owed. You can have what you're owed, but you can't have more than that. You can't take it away from others who need it. Yeah. Okay. The two tabaxi, they kind of look at each other nervously, look down at the gnome, and then slowly back out. And I don't think the gnome has even noticed. <laughs> She's not looked around to see. Her gaze is fixated now on you, and now the dagger comes round to point at you. I need a lot more than what just I need. See, them's valuable supplies you got in there. And I want some. I think I've probably been like standing in the corner of the room, like very like statically. 
probably just like having a rest. <laughs> and I think I probably just like come out of the corner of the room, like the upper corner of the room because Groundswell is very tall. And then just kind of lumber towards this gnome. And I would like to use my spell Pinch. Ooh. Okay. Which allows me to effortlessly pick up and move objects of any weight as long as I can reasonably <laughs> handle their size and shape. For instance, for instance, you might pinch the shirt of a bully and raise them up in the air. Okay. Love it. Yeah, I like that. So I'm going to pick up this gnome. I like that a lot. Oi, what the fuck are you doing? Get off me. Put me... You, you, you're massive. You call this a fair fight? I, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to stare it down with this... With my with my big spooky eyes. And uh, I'm going to carry outside. <laughs> How long are your arms? Um, I said they were like lanky arms, so... I'd been imagining them going down to like with the with the fingers and all down to like knee length. So I guess like five foot. Okay. If I had to guess. Yeah. She tries to swing at you and just <laughs> flails at the air. Just nothing anywhere near hitting. Oh, I've been in that position. I shrug my shoulders and I kind of twirl my sword and I say, Nobody said anything about a fight, friend. We're just asking you a couple of quick questions as to why you think you need these medical supplies more than all of the poor, injured people here and our dear doctors working night and day to keep the people of this town safe from the multitudes of harm that are going around. So please explain to me why you think you need more stuff. I deserve them. Strong deserves she at the end tries to attack and just cannot reach anything. Can I reach this gnome? Yes. They're not exactly moving under their own sway at the moment. No, no, I just, I'm wondering how high uh, they've been hoisted. I can I can lower, <laughs> lower them down to your range. I would like to walk over to the gnome and if I may, I will grab the wrist that's swinging with the knife. I think you all need to roll for that. There is a degree of danger involved in grabbing a swinging knife. There is, isn't there? Uh, Mother always said, never grab at swinging knives. 12? Is that good or bad? That's good. 12 is okay. Oh, thank God. Okay. You succeed. So I grab to try Mm -hmm. and just stop her swinging, and I'm going to use uh, Corrupt. Oh, shit. Uh, Under my hand... The, uh, I create a necrotizing flesh wound. Spreading from under my fingers, their flesh begins to turn black-green and branches out in unpleasant, noxious tendrils across their skin. Holy shit. And I look her straight in the eye. She may, at this point, have noticed that I no longer have a circle around the iris. My entire eye, from lid to lid, is blood red. Okay. <laughs> and I look at them and I say, You're going to leave right now. Oh, you're not going to want those supplies to sell them. And I do one point of harm now, mm-hmm. but it, it does have a lasting effect. There is a dramatic change in the outlook of this particular gnome. The knife is dropped to the floor, mm-hmm. and let's just say she is uh, in need without a garderobe. <laughs> God, you two made such edgy characters. <laughs> I <have> <laughs> <lit>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Your crown has been snatched, Ed. I don't want it. I'm enjoying it. I didn't understand what that phrase meant at all, but carry you did on. a poopy in the pantsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, you see quite a change in the expression. <laughs> More than even the normal corrupting of one's skin would do. Yeah. It's as if maybe some kind of spell or something is lifted. Ooh. Macabre. Can I put this one down now? I think that will be perfectly all right. I don't think we've anything to fear from you anymore, have we? She's scarp as she runs 
she's gone out of there. As she leaves, she receives another hit point of damage. It may be worth noting that affected creatures can only recover those hit points with the restore spell. She fucked up. Yeah. Hold on. Did you see that in her in her eyes before she left it was like something had lifted i did actually that was a bit hmm you think she was under some kind of influence perhaps it was unearned confidence i mean it could have been but she did seem to change quite dramatically you do make a good point groundswell but to me it seemed more well less organic well there was certainly something pretty organic going on well anyway (laughs) (laughs) hmm Murder will say, th- thank you all so much. I-, I really appreciate it. It's, oh, I- I'm so glad. And while it was actually uh, quite distressing to see what you can do, Doctor, um, I-, I-, I do appreciate it. Um, let me just, I- I'll start cleaning all this up and everything nice again. Murta, one one moment. Did you know that gnome? Did you know who she was? No, she- she's an unknown gnome to me. <gasps> We keep coming across unknown gnomes. (sighs) And it's so good every time. What about the two tabaxi? With her, did you recognize either of them? Maybe, maybe in passing I've seen them, but not that I could say their names or anything. I've I've seen them about, but I don't know them. I turn to Groundswell and to Dr. Macabre, kind of looking concerned. We have a big jackal that has something taking a bite out of it that Groundswell says is most likely also of uh, an ethereal nature. And then we have this odd altercation in which she seems a little bit uh, not quite herself, perhaps, which seemed to have lifted when you used your absolutely terrifying rot-your-body-from-your-bones spell. <laughs> and well, thank you. I feel like we shouldn't ignore these kind of uh, potential... I've forgotten the word when two things... Coincidences, that's it, I remembered it. Well done. Um, I'm inclined to agree, actually. I, I don't know if either of you are any good at tracking, because I'd like to find out quite what was going on with that gnome. If there's somebody out there who's influencing folk to that degree, to the degree that they'll put their lives in danger, then uh, I'd like to know who it is. I agree. Groundswell, can you... Are you good at tracking as well as undoing? things not particularly could you undo her running away (laughs) no that's outside of the range of that particular hmm, that particular craft was anyone any good at locating things i mean i have eyes and general common sense there's no like tracking skills or anything in this game so if any of you want to say ah yes i've had experience in my backstory with chasing down people or anything like that feel free to just go for it it's just going to be flavor i think i have yeah i I thought one of you two might more than me (laughs) i will look kind of stern and and a bit sad for a minute and then i'll nod and i'll say (laughs) why are you laughing at me (laughs) i'm just loving the fact that you look stern and then sad with the memory of that thing that you did yeah in your tragic backstory (laughs) i haven't done anything in my tragic backstory in fact that's the whole point of the tragic backstory so i will kind of look stern for a minute and then and then a bit sad and say i don't have as much experience in finding people as i would like as as of yet i will admit i remain unsuccessful but i do know a thing or two about trying to track someone down i think we should go after her Best we can. I, Merta, I'm sorry. I'll be back later. Uh, th- that's quite all fine. Don't worry, dear. I know it's what you meant. It's been a long day, Merta. 
Oh, thank you. Groundswell, you'll be coming with us, yes? Yes. You can see, like, Murder's a bit a bit shaken up by this. That's fair. I mean, gnomes coming in and threatening you, that's scary. Very scary. Terrifying. I'm going to go to the front of the building because Tembran is like a desert city, right? So like, mm-hmm. although there's paved, there's like sand and stuff. So I'm going to look for... I imagine it like Moss Eisley. I don't know what that Den is. Den of Iniquity. It's from Indiana Star Jones. Star Wars. <laughs> it's not Indiana Jones. Oh my God, it's the mummy. <laughs> You're the mummy, okay. mate. You've just thrown three franchises. One I know relatively well. Okay. One I've seen one of, and the other that I thought was the other. It's like it's like the thing, but with sand. Instead of coal. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> great. Well, okay, cool. Gary, can you not put the thing in this, though? Because, like, I will, I will be scared again. I, I've never seen the thing. It's very scary. I have no inclination to watch the thing. No, it's scary. Why did you watch that? It's Any scary. relation to the thing, living or dead, is purely coincidental. <laughs> okay, great. I'm going to look for tracks in the sand, see if I can see hurried gnome footprints and perhaps bits of decaying flesh, if that's been dropping off her or whatever. I don't know how bad it gets. Give me a roll of Rooney. Oh, oh. Um, I just thought of something. Ooh. You know it, the uh, oasis in the desert desert where uh, Iroh meets the first other member of the White Lotus gang. That's very like Moss Eisley. Was Zuko in that scene? Yes. <laughs> oh no. Uh... Actually, I know what you oh, mean. Oh no, yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do yeah, know yeah, what you yeah, mean. That little yeah, with, okay. the little t- with the little bar and the, and the mangoes and the ice. And... <laughs> it's like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Where's Moss Eisley? It's in Tunisia. It's in Star Wars. Don't worry about yeah, it's it. Star Wars. Oh my god! I thought you were talking about like a real place. I was like, is this some little British? No, not Moss Side. Moss Side is different. <laughs> Moss Side. They don't get that kind of weather no. there. <laughs> it's a uh, wretched hive of scum and villainy. Oh, it's the one with the it's Den the cantina song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Yeah. No, I know where we are now. All right. Cool. So I yeah. I'm looking for tracks. Two. Shit. Fuck. That's a bad number, Yubes. Sorry. That's, that's a bad number. That's a failure. That's a failure. I can't believe you've led me to my death. So soon after our meeting. <laughs> if only we'd had more time together. It's actually quite hard to die in this game. I was looking. I'm good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you follow what you think are this gnome's tracks. Ah, <laughs> And you you get a, f- a fair way down the street, and then th- there's kind of a couple of people who it might be a couple of sets of tracks, which it, m- which it might be, and you think, oh, you just got to follow this one. Maybe something you know you got tells you this one, and you're following and following, and then you get to this really busy place, and you can't. Th- there's so many people moving around. It's a market party okay. because you know wh- when bad things happen, you got to do something. Yep. I'm gonna put my hood and up. you completely lose track. Of this gnome. After a while, you maybe look around this area for a little bit. You don't find anything that would lead you on the right course. And you head back to the clinic. And one of your nurses uh, runs out as you get close. And he says, Murta's gone. Oh, God. What? She she went she went to hunt down the tabaxi. Murta? Yeah. A, a slightly flaky half-elf. Yeah, her. She said she was going to teach them a lesson. Oh, that's not good at all. 